coming to listen to another brand new episode from Ayodhya Kanda. So let's know what happened after part 2 of Ayodhya Kanda where Lord Rama decided to go to Dandaka forest but Sita and Lakshmana wanted to follow his steps in Dandaka forest. So let's get started. Lakshmana distributed Rama's wealth and cows to the Brahmans and others living in Rama's palace. Rama invited Suyagna, the son of sage Vasishta, to his place and give away all his jewels. Sita also gave her jewels to the sage, asking him to give them to his wife. Meanwhile, a poor Brahman by name Trijata, a great tapasvi on the advice of his wife, met Rama and told him, O Rama, I am a poor Brahman. I have many children. To feed them, I go into the forest, cut the wood with this axe, sell them and feed them every day. On the request of my wife, I have come here to request you to give me something to protect my family. Rama liked him of his plain talk, gave him wealth and hundreds of cows. Rama, Sita and Lakshmana were so happy after distributing their entire wealth. They asked palace men and women to look after their mothers properly and to keep the palace neat and perfect till they returned to Ayodhya after completing 14 years of exile. All the three proceeded to Kaikeyi palace to receive the blessings of King Dasarada. Rama, Sita and Lakshmana walked the distance. They reached the palace of Kaikeyi carrying their weapons. The people observed them walking on barefoot. They talked, look at royal princess walking on barefoot. Rama has to ride on elephant this day, but he is walking in the street with Sita. We have not seen Sita all these years. Now she is walking in the street like an ordinary woman. The king had become cruel to them. We thought that he followed dharma all these years. Now he has become a slave to a demon wife. He has lost the balance of mind. He has become adharmi. We cannot remain in this kingdom. Rama is like mother root for this tree called humanity. All the people form the leaves, flowers and fruits of the tree called Rama. Let demon Kaikeyi rule this country with no people in it. Rama heard the people's comment. He did not react to their talk. He simply walked towards Kaikeyi's palace, followed by Sita and brother Lakshmana. Rama entered the room where king was sitting on his couch. Sumantra informed the king that Rama had come to receive his blessings before going into Dandaka forest. All royal ladies were present at that time. They were standing there with tears in their eyes. Only two people were cheerful on that occasion and they were Queen Kaikeyi and her servant Mandara. The king moved fast to embrace Rama, but he fell down senseless. Both Rama and Lakshmana took him in their hands and placed him on the couch. When the king regained his consciousness, Rama touched his feet and asked him to bless him to go to Dandaka forest. The king looked at Rama and said, 
my dear son rama i have been deceived by kaikeyi my hands are tied by giving two bones to her you have to do one thing now you refuse to obey my orders ignore the two bones with the support of the people ascend the throne rama cut short his speech and said please don't say like this i will not allow you to break the oath i will spend 14 years easily in the forest i will come back and be with you all bharata is my dear brother you crown him as king of kosala what you have given to mother kaikeyi you must fulfill that promise do not get a bad name to ikshwaku family i will not allow you to break the promise do not worry about me i will come back and be with you all then we can lead a happy life the king blessed all three and asked sumantra to take them in royal chariot kaikeyi asked sita to change the royal dress sumantra before going out to get the chariot he said ho queen kaikeyi you are forgetting the code of conduct you have flouted vedic principles of respecting husband as lord and god you consider your husband as a puppet and extracted two boons now you are burying the code of conduct in compelling drama lakshmana and sita to wear ordinary cotton clothes sita is not an ordinary woman she came from a royal family in your demand you asked only rama to go to dandaka forest lakshmana and sita are following him on their own will suddenly you have become wicked you have inherited the qualities of your mother your mother teased your father and lost her life you know how your mother died your father knows the language of insects birds and animals one day he had a talk with some unseen person and was laughing his wife suspected him and teased him to tell the reason for his laugh he did not answer then she committed suicide why you treat rama cruelly he always respected you as mother you are not fair in asking sita to wear cotton cloth she must live like princess even in the forest says vasishta she did her by saying in her two bones there was no mention of sita changing her royal dress and wear ordinary dress all courtiers supported sage vasishta it was a painful farewell the people of ayodhya followed them up to the river tamasa it was dark everyone took rest on the river bank while the people were in deep sleep rama wanted to move further south he requested sumantra to drive the chariot as fast as possible to river ganga the ayodhya people woke up in the morning and found rama and others left them behind with so much of disappointment they went back to ayodhya after leaving tamasa rama sita and lakshmana crossed the rivers vedasruti gomati and sandrika they reached the borders of kosala rama took the earth in his hands and worshiped it and then made salutations to the famous city ayodhya he said that he would come back after completing 14 years and would join his parents they proceeded further and reached the banks of ganga the chief of shringi berepura by name guha came to know the arrival of rama he rushed to him and touched his feet rama embraced him and accepted his hospitality guha said ho oh rama 
I am pleased to see you here with your wife Sita and brother Lakshmana. I have brought rice, milk, curd, fruits and honey for all of you. Please accept them. Rama replied in a polite way, I am pleased by your honor. As per this feast, I am not in a position to accept it. I have taken an oath to live on roots and fruits for a period of 14 years. I wear tree bark and deer skin. I sleep on hard ground. Please excuse me for refusing your kind honor. Rama and Sita slept on the hard ground. Lakshmana, Sumantra and Guha kept awake to God, Rama and Sita. Lakshmana told Guha, "You are really a great friend of Rama. I need not worry about the safety of Rama and Sita in your kingdom. You are the true follower of Rama. Rama taught you what dharma is." I am pained to see Rama in this condition. He is a great warrior who can defeat Indra. Rama has no equal in all the three worlds. He has no equal either in noble qualities or in knowledge or in protecting dharma. My father made a mistake in banishing Rama. He cannot live long without seeing Rama. He will soon die, but Kausalya and my mother will survive. My father miserably failed in making Rama as king of Kosala. Rama, the eldest son, is not fortunate to perform funeral rites of my father. All the three shed tears of sympathy. The next morning, on the request of Rama, Guha made all arrangements for Rama to cross river Ganga. Sumantra went to Rama and said, "Ho oh Rama, it never happened in Ikshvaku family." the eldest son going into the forest for a period of 14 years you are noble and great such a man is put in trouble the forest people are fortunate to have you in their midst the sea lord narayana in you we the people of ayodhya are not fortunate we have sinned in previous birth we are suffering now because of kaikeyi while uttering these words he shed tears rama took sumantra near him and spoke to him in gentle voice sumantra you are devoted member in the family you have to look after my father he is very much pained by my separation it is my duty to protect his honor you know my nature i simply follow the principles of dharma he cannot go back on his promise made by kaikeyi it is my dharma to protect his honor my father led a happy life all his years He never suffered like this in his life. It is all fate worked on everybody. You being the devoted member of the family, it is your duty to serve him in hard days. Please convey my respects to my father and all three mothers. Tell them we are happy in the forest. Tell Bharata I love him so much. Ask him to rule Kosala on the traditional lines of Ikshvakus. Tell Bharata I have asked him to treat Kausalya and Sumitra on equal terms like his own mother Kaikeyi. These two women are far away from their sons. It is his duty to look after the comforts of all. Sumantra patiently heard what Rama had said. Then he spoke, "Oh Rama, Ayodhya will be like a woman who has lost her child. I cannot enter the city without you." people will ask me about you i have to drag the empty chariot into the city of ayodhya 
the horses seem to be unwilling to drag the chariot without you i will not go back to ayodhya please take me with you if you refuse to take me i will commit suicide or drown into the river ganga rama was touched by his affection his eyes were full of tears he took him nearer and spoke gently i know sumantra your love and affection to me i am sending you back to ayodhya because you have to look after my aged father and aged mother queen kaikeyi will be waiting for you to know whether you have left all the three in the forest or not to clear her doubt i am sending you back please go back to ayodhya rama pacified both sumantra and guha guha kept the boat ready for rama to cross the river ganga sita worshiped ganga and then all the three entered the boat guha drove the boat on the river water sumantra went back to ayodhya in the middle of river ganga sita with folded hands prayed ganga ganga mata please take us safe to the other side of the river please grant us the safe return after 14 years of exile i will worship you again after our return you are worshiped in all the three worlds please accept my prayers the three crossed the river ganga they proceeded towards sangam where the river jamuna joined ganga they settled under a big tree to take rest that night it was the first night that the three were spending outside ayodhya rama with heavy heart talked to lakshmana ho oh brother father will be in sorrow but queen kaikeyi will be happy she will make her son bharata as king after the coronation she may leave our father she may not take any interest in him he is old to bear all the sufferings father had committed a grave mistake in surrendering to her i feel that kama is more powerful than other three dharma artha moksha for the sake of his wife which father will abandon his dear son even an ordinary man will not do it father has done it in my case it is all our fate i feel kaikeyi may give trouble to my mother and also to your mother sumitra under the influence of his mother bharata also may turn against them so i request you to go back and protect them myself and sita will remain here lakshmana you know very well my power and strength i would have opposed kaikeyi but i did not do because i was worried about dharma i could not become a dharmi so i kept quiet lakshmana replied in a soft voice oh brother you are right there may be some trouble in ayodhya created by queen kaikeyi i have no desire to go back i have determined to serve you and sita i have no desire to see my father your mother my mother sumitra and my brother sitrigna without you i cannot live both myself and sita must be with you i think bharata will look after father and our mothers well he is a good man he loves you so much and is devoted to you he will not act against your wishes they all slept under the tree the next morning they proceeded to the ashram of sage bharadwaja they entered the ashram and prostrated before sage bharadwaja sage bharadwaja was a great rishi 
He knew the past, the present and the future. He was well versed in Vedas and Shastras. He taught them to his pupils. Sage Bharadwaja told Rama, Oh Rama, I have been waiting for you for a long time. With my inner eye, I have seen your banishment. It is all the work of mighty power. My ashram is beautifully located. If you want, you can stay here. Rama thanked him and calmly said, My lord, I am greatly honored by your invitation. If I stay here, the people of Ayodhya will come to know of my stay here and they may make frequent visits to this place. I want to be away from them. Please suggest a place for me to live peacefully without any disturbance. Sage Bharadwaja understood Rama's fear of Ayodhya people. He told Rama, O Rama, from here, in a short distance, there is a mountain by name Chitrakuta. It is surrounded by beautiful trees, waterfalls, lakes. It is a holy place and many rishis stay there. There are plenty of monkeys. You can be happy in Chitrakuta. Sage Bharadwaja knew who Rama was and why he had taken birth as human being on earth. He was so happy that Rama visited his ashramam. The, the Ayodhya princess with Sita took leave of Bharadwaja and proceeded towards Chitrakuta. They walked along the banks of Yamuna. They walked along the banks of Yamuna. Both Rama and Lakshmana collected bamboos and made a raft. They crossed the river with the help of raft. They soon reached the other bank of the river. They saw Nyagroda tree. As sage Varadhvaja asked them, they worshipped the tree. Sita made three pradakshinams and said, O oh, holy tree, please protect my husband and grant a safe return to Ayodhya. They spent the night on the banks of river Emuna. They woke up in the morning and continued their journey. They reached Chitrakuta mountain. Both Rama and Lakshmana selected a place to build a hermitage. Lakshmana gathered wood and other materials to construct hermitage. Within a short period, the construction of hermitage was done. Everyone was happy about it. The people who were to live in a royal palace were destined to live in a hut. Fate had played its game in the life of Rama, Sita and Lakshmana. Sumantra took leave of Rama and Guha. He went back to Ayodhya. He found perfect silence in the city and there was no activity. Everything seemed to be dull. The people were unhappy and there was frightening silence in the streets. As soon as they saw Sumantra, the people flocked round his chariot and asked, Where is Rama? Did you not bring him? He said, No, I left them on the banks of river Ganga and came back here. On hearing, the people wept loudly. Sumantra went to Kausalya's palace. He saw King Dasarada and told everything about Rama, Sita and Lakshmana. He described their life in the forest. He told him that Lakshmana was not happy about Rama's banishment. The king would have stopped it but did not do it. The king was slave in the hands of his dear wife Kaikeyi. Rama never committed a sin but he was banished. It was all pre-planned made by Kaikeyi and the king blindly implemented the wicked plan. Sita simply kept silence. 
she was devoted and worshipped her husband Rama. They crossed the river Ganga and then proceeded towards Sangam, where Jamuna joined Ganga. King Dasharatha, shedding tears, silently heard what all Sumantra had said about Rama's life in the forest. With tears in his eyes, the king turned towards Kausalya and said, Please excuse me for treating your son like this. I request you to forgive me. You have always been good and generous to everybody. You have a kind heart, but I have dishonored you. I know I did not come to your rescue, but please excuse for all the wrongs I have done to you. Queen Kausalya was shocked to hear such words from the king. She said, Oh my lord, please do not talk like that. A husband should never ask his wife for forgiveness. It is against dharma. A wife excusing her husband never happened. I know the rules of conduct. I might have given you some pain by my uttering because of Rama's separation. It is all fate that played on every one of us. The king closed his eyes and laid down on his couch. After some time, he opened his eyes and talked to Kausalya. Oh, my dear, I will tell you something now. When a man does a good act, he will get punya. When he does a bad act, he will suffer in life. The second thing happened in my life. This act made me suffer now. I will relate to you what happened when I was an ang prince. I went for hunting in the night. I was perfect in Shabdhavedi. By hearing Sabdha, I used to shoot an arrow in the direction of the sound. It happened one night in the forest. I was walking on the banks of the river. I thought an elephant was drinking water. I shoot an arrow in that direction. I heard human cry. Oh God, I have been killed. I immediately rushed to the spot. I saw a young hermit lying in a pool of blood. He said, I am taking water to my blind parents. They are waiting for me. Your arrow stuck me. I am dying now. Please take the water to my parents. Please remove the arrow from my body. I removed the arrow, but he soon died. I thought I have committed Brahmahatya. I carried the water to his old parents. I told them everything. As a prince of Ayodhya, I have committed Brahmahatya dosha. I requested the old people to excuse me for the crime. Old hermit said, O oh prince, you have not killed a Brahmana. I am a Vaishya and my wife is Sudra. We are living in the forest for a long time. You have killed our son. He is not Brahmana. Please take both of us to the dead body of my son. I took them to the dead body. They lit the fire and entered it. Before entering the fire, they cursed me like this. You will also die by the separation of your son. The old man's curse is becoming true now. I may not live longer. Saying this, he wept and wept for a long time. During the night on his couch, the king breathed his last. Everybody in the palace came to know that the king had died sometime during the night. The sad news reached Kausalya and Sumitra. They sat by the side of the dead body and wept for a long time. The great king, the glorious king, the just ruler, the king who helped devas in their war against asuras,
The king who performed yagas and yagnas lay dead on the couch. Rama's banishment was the cause for his death. He was a great friend of Indra, the lord of all gods. Lord Narayana chose him as his father and had taken birth as human being on earth, such a great man. The king of Kosala lay dead on the ground. With the permission of sage Vasishta, the courtiers sent word to Bharata and start immediately. The royal messengers did not reveal the sad demise of the king. They told Bharata that everything was normal. They asked him to start immediately because his presence was essential in Ayodhya. Prince Bharata was not happy. He had a very bad dream in the previous night about his father's impending death. Still suffering from that dream, Bharata along with his brother Satrugna bid farewell to his uncle and grandfather, the king of Kekeya. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Let's meet in another episode. Thank you. Please follow this channel to learn more about the Lord Rama's life story. Thank you.